everyone. Welcome to Gaming in a Shell. This is the uh, video game podcast for video game news on the UMD campus. Uh, I'm here today. My name is Michael Cutler, and I'm here with... Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Rob. And uh, we're going to bring you some news about uh, gaming happening within the industry and, you know, just have general discussions. Uh, Right now, to start off... Uh, let me bring up the list here. Uh, we might as well start off with the Nintendo Direct. Uh, that was pretty big news uh, that happened last week. Uh, we had a live stream if you guys want to watch it. We posted it on YouTube. Uh, still got a... I, it was pretty good. Uh, took a while to edit it, but uh, managed to fix it. So the thing with the Nintendo Direct, I think the biggest announcement uh, for me, was definitely Link's Awakening. Um, I have a friend who's very ecstatic about that game. Oh, he loves that game. Very much. Uh, for me, the most exciting thing was the announcement of Super Mario Maker 2. I did not think that was coming to the Switch. Mm, yeah, a lot of people were very excited about that. Uh, the Game Grumps are screaming right now, which is going to be very funny. <laughs> That'll be fun to watch. I can't yeah. believe they finally added Slopes, too. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that as well. And uh, they added the um, the new Super Mario World one um, with the cat suit and everything. Yeah, true. That'll be interesting because normally those games are in 3D. Yeah, it, it's nice that Nintendo is kind of um, really releasing a lot of these interesting things. Uh, with Link's Awakening, um, I think the new animation graphics look... Uh, it, it's cute which I think is very good for kids that are going to play the game. Uh, some people don't approve of it, I've seen on the internet, but I think it's going to grow on us. I think it's going to be good. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that, that That's a general pattern that Legend of Zelda games seem to follow. When, when one comes out that's kind of like cute or like shakes up the art style formula, people hate it at first until they see that another one comes out and it's back in the original art style or something nice. And then they, the older art style that was new at the time becomes an old classic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When um, uh, when they had Wind Waker, people were incredibly upset. It was a huge problem. Uh, yeah, so the... Um, oh, also, another thing to bring up that uh, big thing was uh, Tetris 99. Uh, that has been blowing up all over the place. Very, very funny. Um, Twitch really has been streaming a lot with it i even played it a little bit it's fun i i, I got to 35th place nice uh, oh, wow. that's the best i've gotten so I, I have nice. a i have a complicated relationship with tetris tetris 99 i was really excited for it at first then i got in and i found out you can't really change the controls at all and i'm really really used to rotating the pieces by hitting up and now that's the drop key so <laughs> I, I feel like with how much Tetris I play, I should be winning. And now because of these crazy controls, I'm in, like, the bottom 99 every time. It's That's rough. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've had to practice a little bit with it and, like, watch some live streams of people doing it. It, it, it gets intense, which makes it so much fun. Uh, I think that game's going to do very well over the next couple months. Definitely going to be a uh, popular game. Is it just on uh, PC? Uh, it's I think on it's... Switch. It's on, I think, the PS Vita, or that might have been a joke. <laughs> I think that died. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. The internet posted about it, like the actual <laughs> official website. I can't tell if it's a joke or not. I don't uh, know. Because <laughs> if, uh, if, if it's on PC, it, if it was supposed to be on PC, it doesn't make any sense for them not to be rebinds. But, you know, <laughs> you, can, you can take some steps back, I guess. Yeah, I've heard that they're coming out with some new modes and things too. So maybe that'll just oh, okay. it's in the it's in the works right now. Yeah. Also, people want uh, a bit more diverse soundtrack because it's literally just one song going Ooh. off constantly. <laughs> oh boy, Ooh. that's the kind of game you mute and put your own soundtrack on. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I mean, the music is great, but like, if you're listening to it for hours on end, no, no. Um, also. Anything else? Uh, the Yoshi's game, the demo actually seemed pretty good. Uh, a lot of people were um, claiming that it was very fun, creative, very cute looking. So I look forward to that. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, I already pre-ordered because that is one game I've been looking forward to for a while. So I'm glad it's coming to the Switch. Um, yeah, I really want to support that game because we need more games like that with the uh, JRPG style. Uh, it's, ah, I played Dragon Quest. Uh, which one was it? Uh, it was years ago. I like it. I enjoyed it. It was good. I, I wanted more, so I'll happily support this. Uh, but yeah, so that was basically the general overlook of the Nintendo Direct. Uh, couple games here and there that seem good the smash bros update is coming sometime in spring uh for joker which will be pretty cool fire emblem three houses got delayed there were a lot of people who were upset about that Mm, yeah 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 that's true i i'm okay with it you know i i want them to make sure this game's good and i might as well pick it up uh i've kind of gotten into the fire emblem series mostly just because of uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. I love that. But other than that, I stink at the games. Oh my god, I stink. (laughs) So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, But anywho, we might as well move on. Uh, I think we spent enough time on the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Another thing to look at is last night, uh, God of War won an award at the, uh, what'd you say, the uh, guild? Uh, The Writers Guild. Um, Writers Guild. For uh, video game, uh, best video game writing at the Writers Guild. So the nominees were God of War, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, Pillars of Eternity 2, and Batman The Enemy Within Episode 5. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was not nominated, uh, notably because they were not members of the Writers Guild, so they could not be nominated interesting very (laughs) interesting huh well you know spider-man definitely had some amazing writing god of war funnily enough i actually played it this weekend uh Mm. for like four hours straight uh that game is just wonderful Mm. i uh have you guys played it yet no i no i don't have a ps4 uh i i just got to like a really good scene in the game and i was just like i don't want to spoil anything for you guys because like i've the seen whole thing some about the game some, is to experience yeah. it i've seen some uh, unfortunately some spoilers <laughs> i don't know yeah, yeah. i haven't got into it, god of war enough i guess I just never really got into the games in the past either yeah yeah it, it's it has a very uh strong uh, cult following mm. um the games the games were very good i I watched like walkthroughs of all the games leading up to the new God of War, so I'd be ready to play it. 
and it's you know it's good storytelling and this game just enhances the overall experience uh, the new gameplay mechanics with the uh, rpg perspectives with um you know upgrading your armor and stuff like that mm. uh is cute it's nice and it's just fun you know you feel powerful yeah just for a little context about the uh, the award so the writers guild um i think i don't know exactly if people would say it's the most credible as far as like writing and uh and like entertainment goes but um a lot of a lot of like friends that i have were very excited about the the nominations like in like act and like media and like uh in in movies and film and tv they were uh they'd made some good picks so i'm sure uh god of war was well deserving of it then oh yeah yeah absolutely it's wow it's something mm. it's a very well-written story uh let's see moving on to something else oh uh this is something i'd like to talk about is activision uh blizzard uh let go 800 employees uh most of these employees were based in uh, the support districts or the esports uh, branches of the company. Uh, this, of course, comes as no surprise because a couple of months ago, uh, right before winter break, actually, the um, they announced that they were discontinuing esports for Heroes of the Storm, which. Uh, was a huge bummer for me because I was part of the Heroes of the Dorm group on <laughs> UMD campus. And so they canceled that. And I was like, ah, we were planning to spend winter break to play. Mm. But, uh, oh well. Uh, so the interesting thing about this is that, once again, this raises up questions for uh, unions within the video game industry. Because right now, this is a battle within Activision and Blizzard, because the two companies are kind of fighting, uh, you know, Activision is, hey, we want to make money, and Blizzard's like, hey, we have a way of making games, what are you doing? So, uh, it's uh, not a good combination right now. I feel very bad for all the employees that were let go. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, on Twitter, um, people were trying to get them jobs, you know, helping them with their applications and portfolios. It was a, it was a really nice thing to see on, um, like, the good side of Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna mention uh, that came that came not too not too soon not too far after uh, Bungie uh, split with Activision um, and they acquired their own rights to to Destiny, um, which uh, was it's notable because. Uh, Destiny has been performing kind of... You could see companies are kind of noticing that Activision is um, kind of concentrating too much on money. Yeah, there's also like a bit of a trend that they, you know, kind of, kind of want to get out of there. But also, uh, it wasn't, it didn't perform too well. And yeah, now that Bungie has it all to themselves, maybe they'll be able to concentrate more on actually putting out a good game. Well, the difficulty with that is actually, um, I keep up to date with, <laughs> with the, the Destiny uh, subreddit, and it's a... A place of, of a very tumultuous place. It's got a lot of different opinions uh, about the company and the uh, and the game. People are complaining right now that uh, Bungie presented a bunch of ideas to fix the game moving forward, but didn't like follow through on most of them. Um, so there's a bit of difficulty with uh, with like communication and the uh, and the the uh, and the community. So I'm not sure if that's related. It could be. 
they might be dealing with um you know with with funding and and you know, development problems so that might be you know a part of the difficulty with true, moving forward true. Yeah. It, yeah no that's true and um also another thing to bring up about uh the activision blizzard uh employee controversy is that they announced that same day uh that they made more money this year than they ever have before which is just kind of like kicking dirt into people's face and saying wow. hey i just made a heck of a lot of money oh and you're fired yeah they're it's, not uh, they're not growing fast enough <laughs> they're growing but not not as much as they'd like it's uh ay 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 it's really not cool uh hopefully um the more we uh bring this up to uh social media and really get into the uh light hopefully people will take notice of it and maybe actually try to fix uh, problems within the video game industry right now um uh, last thing to report on is announced today actually uh also forgot to mention today's uh, 2018 uh, I forgot to mention that. But the... Hold on, let's see here. It was announced that Scalebound might be ported to the Switch, which uh, might be pretty good, or rather resurrected as a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Um, I think it was cancelled on the uh, Xbox. It was supposed to be on there. And hey, if that comes to the Switch, a lot of people really, really want that. Mm. Yeah, uh, I've never played. Uh, I, I've never played a game like this. Is this like a sequel or? Let's see. I think I saw a trailer for this a while back, and I, I thought it, it looked strange. Like it was just, it was like it looked like out of place. Like it was at the end. It was at the end of an era where this, this court, those kinds of games weren't really seen as much but i guess you know right now we're kind of going back into adventure linear style games i'm not sure exactly what it might end up being but um it's definitely an interesting concept at least interesting story uh, yeah i i looked up on um yeah january 9th uh, 2017 microsoft studios announced that um they were ending production for Scalebound. It was supposed to be an Xbox One exclusive, uh, and yeah, so now uh, people are thinking that they might be bringing it back uh, for Nintendo Switch, mainly because Nintendo announced uh, a couple days ago that they were going to, or was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday that they might be, they're going to take a game that was kind of killed and uh, resurrected. Uh, this brought up many different people thinking, oh, what could they bring back that was um, originally not uh, made? And some people were bringing up Mega Man Legends 3. Mm. That could be a possibility, which uh, that was an oldie. And I remember when that game was in production and they canceled it. Oh, that was years ago. I, I was following that. The concept art looked so nice. I loved it. So that would be really exciting. Yeah, looks like Scalebound is being made, though. <laughs> I mean, from, from it, you know... Yeah, I guess so. I, I hope so. It, uh, it could be great. A lot of people were looking forward to it. And, Let me see. Um, I'm trying to look at the, uh, 
the developer. Well, Platinum Games, they developed Bayonetta, so <laughs> that's not a not a bad feat. No, not at all. Uh, in um, there are also Platinum Games is working on that. Uh, shoot, what was it? Was announced in the Nintendo Direct. It was the uh, something archaic system or something or uh, something like that. Uh, oh, uh, while Ast I'm looking at Astral this, Chain. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Astral Chain. Thank yeah. you. Yes, that one. Astral Chain. Uh, that one looks really nice. That's going to be very good. Um, oh, also, uh, Chris, to tra transition to you, you said you want to talk about Subnautica uh, 2? Yeah, the Subnautica 2 very recently uh, released its uh, beta onto Steam and the Epic Games Store and I think Discord Store as well. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. You can definitely go check that out subnautica one i i just finished playing it my review real quick is just it was great i had an awesome time i'm really excited for subnautica 2 it is still really early in development though there will be bugs and there will be content that hasn't been added yet so yeah i i i remember looking at subnautica one it was uh interesting game i wonder if i would put time into it uh, but not too much my style. I f I'd feel too anxious getting around or, like, you know, just being underwater constantly. But uh, I'd give it a go. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of parts in the game that were very, very scary, even though there weren't many consequences. I was going to mention, uh, actually, the you brought up uh, the, the it being released on, like, a, on a bunch of different platforms. That reminded me of the... The recent controversy with Epic Games exclusive, uh, which was particularly with um, with Metro Exodus, that was uh, supposed to only be coming to the Epic Store, um, and a lot of people were upset about this, understandably because oh, yeah. Epic is not a uh, the Epic launcher, while not being uh, the worst, is not nearly as accessible and as popular as Steam, um, and there's a little bit of a of discussion about, I'm not exactly sure if it was then leveled at um, CD Projekt Red if they were going to release um, Cyberpunk 2077 only on Epic as well. But I'm, they, for some reason, came out with a, an explicit uh, explicit message saying that they were not going to be releasing it exclusively on uh, on Epic. Um, so that was a somewhat somewhat hot thing. They also said one of the um, one of the uh, developers. I think he he's he's he could not he doesn't speak English. I think he's Russian. He posted on a forum somewhere that um, that people complaining about the Epic um, exclusive exclusivity would would make them make it difficult more difficult for them to create games in the future. So they like he he was saying like oh if you if you boycott our game because it's it's going to be on Epic uh, then you just aren't going to get more games. So it didn't, it didn't come off particularly well. So uh, that, it, that happened. Yeah, that the um, the problem is is that if you're trying to create exclusive games early on like that, um, it it's gonna kind of kill sales for some yeah, people, yeah. which isn't too great. I mean, Epic Games does need to have exclusive games in order to start getting people to move over to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a good idea. I just. Um, it's it's annoying to us gamers because yeah. ah we have to jump onto another thing now. Yeah, even some EA games I think are also released on, 
Or like, I think Ubisoft games, at least. I don't know exactly about EA yeah. games, but Ubisoft games, they Ubisoft, have Uplay, yeah. and they also have their games, Almost, I think every one of them, released on Steam. So, you know, I think there's something to be said about getting people on your platform by offering a better service. Yeah. So, you know, if Epic Games catches up to Steam, or at least becomes comparable to Steam, uh, and then says, oh, we're going to have this exclusive, then people will come to the platform uh, because they, they, they would like to, so they can also enjoy the game. Um, I don't think an exclusive just to get people onto the platform is the best idea. Yeah, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. I, um, yeah, it's it's interesting, you know. Um, the industry right now is really exploding. Uh, probably, I'd say, one of the best things right now uh, for getting ahead in the game is development with VR, AR technology. Uh, definitely games with that. Uh, Steam is a little bit ahead in that because they already, um, I think, work with Oculus with stuff like that. Yeah, they're also creating, They, I mean, at least a couple of years ago, I think they announced they're going to be uh, creating Steam VR controllers. So that's a, 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 you know, something that they've been working on that they've been trying to afford, you know, yeah. create, create an industry with. Oh, I absolutely. I believe that within probably the next i'd say by the end of the next four years or three years we're gonna hit like a golden age of vr ar and people need to get ready to jump in on that if if they can get ahead of it i think they can make a heck of a lot of money yeah i think one of the biggest issues is that there aren't there aren't a lot of full like full-size games uh on on vr and even if it is just a port, I think people enjoy, you know, the ability to play a AAA game or something like that, a well-polished game on VR. There aren't a lot of those. Also, yeah. the price, it's a little bit, it is a little bit daunting. Too pricey. Even though you can pay like a hundred, like, you know, a couple, a thousand dollars for a gaming computer, you can also, you look at the price of like an Oculus Rift, you know, something like several hundred dollars and you're just, I don't want to put out that extra money for that sort of thing. Yeah, it, it, the prices should be going down within the next yeah. couple of years, um, so it'll become more accessible to everybody, which is good in that sense. Uh, one game that came out was uh, they made uh, VR Borderlands, which uh, really just like not a bad idea. <laughs> so yeah, that sounds super yeah, cool. Yes, uh, that's um, it's it's getting there. I'd say. Uh, give it a little bit more time. We're working out the bugs, but yeah. um, we'll get around that. Uh, E3 is coming up in a couple months. Uh, they also announced that uh, Sony was pulling out of E3 this year, oh, which yeah, I think I saw uh, that. first time it's done since what was it? Somebody said like 1998 or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's an interesting move. Yeah, so that's gonna be uh, kind of crazy. I do you know if they're? I hope. They can make it up. Are they doing something at the? I'm sure they're going to have like their own little, their own little announcement thing. But are they having it? Uh, do we know like at the same time, just after or something like that? Because you know, I do not know. I don't know. But maybe they might be trying to branch off. I mean, maybe this might be a sign that E3 is kind of dying out. Uh, I've heard many problems with E3 that gets too overcrowded. They need oh, to move yeah. to different <laughs> places. Um. And now that they opened it up to the public, uh, it's even more crowded than it used to be. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see how it goes. I, I still love E3. I, I always watch it. 
Um, <laughs> hopefully, if we can get the live stream up for that, and if we're here in the summer, we can uh, live stream our reactions to that. Mm -hmm. There's also, uh, I'm going to be heading to the uh, journalism department to see if we can um, possibly have them send us to E3. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always, um, there's a podcast, uh, another podcast that I watch, um, uh, the Please Stop Talking podcast, they always cover E3, and they go over, like, all the uh, the best and worst, um, like, uh, presentations and stuff like that. And it's always, it's more fun than it is informative sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's almost <laughs> worth it just to have that aspect of it. Oh, absolutely. 100% I agree. The uh, the best parts are the uh, mishaps and all the <laughs> yeah. funny things that go on. I uh, Even when I was watching the Video Game Awards, I was trying to find the little funny things that would pop up. Mm -hmm. uh, which, actually, I was very impressed with the Video Game Awards this year. Uh, they really did a good job of making it look legit, yeah. professional. Well, there's a lot of money to be made there, honestly. There are, I mean, there are, there are more people than you'd expect who are willing to sit down and watch that sort of thing. That's a, uh, that's a yeah, pretty, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's lucrative. It, it's actually kind of doing better than the Oscars and <laughs> Grammys right now. Yeah. I mean, it's like the only award show that isn't really getting controversy. Yeah, well, it can create its own controversy. <laughs> they're true. They it, have the, it, the, it can. They have the personality. Uh, I forget his his name. I think it's Oscar. I don't Sonic know. Sonic Fox. Oh yeah, there. Yeah, but uh, I'm talking about the year before that when uh, when uh, when the guy was on stage going off on the Oscars and he came back this this oh, year. Yeah, did yeah, win. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't win. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> that, popped up. That was yeah, that's fun. He, that's very. He was fun. the one who made the game uh, Get Out. I think it was. I, I don't know. It, it was remember, yes, that co game. Yeah, he he was a very interesting man, fascinating. So yeah, yeah it was character. good that they did that. There there was also um, maybe three years ago, I think it was, uh, at the Game Awards when um, uh, Metal Gear, the Metal Gear Solid uh, creator, when he uh, won an award, he wasn't able to actually come into actually collect it which mm. was a huge problem so uh, that raised some huge controversy uh but he's doing well now and uh death stranding is still as confusing as ever <laughs> and i look forward to it still an enigma oh yeah i was gonna mention uh, as well uh, another another bit of news uh, separate from that uh sea of thieves update uh coming soon there uh they say early 2019 early this year um so it's apparently it's a, it's basically a new PVP mode called the arena uh and mm -hmm. it's gaining some controversy because it splits up the game into uh two different modes which is arena and uh, and normal it's unclear as of now if normal is going to be uh like we see Sea of Thieves now where there's going to be a lots of different a lot of battles between players uh, as well as uh some fun uh PvE content um, but it's worrying because it might split up the player base in such a way that there's not going to be enough people playing, um, the normal mode. You're not going to be forced to encounter other players, not going to be forced to, you know, counteract pirates and stuff like that. So then it's just going to be the, the arena mode, which is going to be a mess of people just going at each other and not doing anything productive. And then the normal mode, which is going to be extremely boring. So that's a little bit, um... Mm -hmm. 
little bit of a of a thing that's that's popping up. Um, on top of the fact that there is there have been all kinds of like sort of large updates to the game in, in the past year, and it's it's not fixed the underlying problems of uh, Sea of Thieves just not being that that a game that you can come back to and keep playing and keep enjoying. It's sort of its appeal is rather limited, and this is sort of a another aspect of the the developers not really being aware of what the community is looking for, I guess. So I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, interesting to to see, I guess. But I'd like to see if it it maybe it'll surpri- surprise us. Maybe PvP mode will just be a lot more fun than <laughs> what we have now. I don't know. That's that's the sort yeah, of yeah. stuff I'm it, looking forward to. It's yeah. interesting to it's interesting to see how it's kind of grown over the past couple of months. I remember when it first launched. Uh, I think what it's almost a year. I'd say yeah, yeah about a year. It was not very and, popular. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the Twitch streamers and YouTubers they uh, they were having a, a lot of fun with it, mostly just because when you're playing with your friends, uh, you could just do stupid things, and that's that. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all. Uh, another another thing in the topic of video game updates, Rocket League, uh, as of tomorrow is, or as of, yeah, tomorrow as of the recording of this podcast is having their Rocket League friends update, which allows cross-platform parties to be made in the game. So someone on Switch could be in a party with someone on PC and someone on PlayStation, and everyone can play together online now instead of just against each other, uh, in lobbies. And the end of competitive season nine and the beginning of competitive season ten is starting as well tomorrow. So, that's people actually, who love Rocket League get hyped. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's actually incredibly fascinating. Mainly because the ability to do crossplay like that is takes a lot of effort uh, to have it connect between all the different consoles. That's, Absolutely. That, this it, update yeah. has already been delayed several times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's finally happening tomorrow. Oh man, that, that's, that's exciting yeah. because if if that's possible, then just think of the other cross plays we could have uh, with Warframe. We could do with um, uh, so oh, many I, different. <laughs> uh, also, I was going to comment on the Warframe thing. They actually uh, at the beginning of the year, Warframe has their their big. Um, announcement uh conference where they where they go through all the the different things they're going to be adding to the game and they address the um the cross-platform thing so they said they said that um that they're probably never going to have cross-platform between console and pc i think it's it's mostly because uh i think it, it takes more work to get the updates through on console um and yeah they're not willing to get the not, not willing to get it synced up i guess that's, that's kind know, of fun it, at least now we know it's kind of possible Somebody so maybe can do sometime it. in the future, maybe. Yeah, somebody can do it. Yeah, yeah we'll see, we'll see how that goes. I um, it brings up an interesting topic about actual um, crossplay. It's sh- it's starting to show collaborations between the different companies, and um, hopefully, uh, hey, if they keep working together, it only benefits us. So. Yeah, there was a bit Absolutely. of. Absolutely. There was a bit of like a back and forth when it first um, came into came came to light that you know companies were suggesting crossplay between uh, consoles and stuff like that. There was, I think I can't remember the exact um, like conversation, but I think people like, I think Microsoft was willing and then uh, Sony was not. I think that was the main uh, thing. That that was the controversy with Fortnite, I believe. Oh yeah, yes, that, that is Fortnite, Fortnite and Rocket League, but. 
very recently, Sony seems to have changed their mind, and now, yeah. at yeah. least for Rocket League, the gates are open for all four major places to play: PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's uh so, Sony, Sony kind of dug a hole for itself when it announced that. It's really, it's really strange because uh, the, like the PlayStation Four and Sony, they have all these great exclusives like like Bloodborne, God of War, Detroit Become Human, all these like these really popular games that that you know they get a lot of uh, attention. But then they also do things that make like make players on their platforms less less. Uh, I guess less amicable towards them. Things like the crossplay situation and like mods with um with uh, Skyrim Special Edition and um, and Fallout Four, those those whole debacles. Um, they're just it, it's it's kind of strange to see. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's um, very interesting to see how they do that. Uh, you know, they have problems, but you know they they're not doing badly. They're still making a heck of a lot of money. I mean, for Pete's sake, uh, Kingdom Hearts Three. Uh, it was announced, what was it, last week, they shipped 5 million copies already. And that was yeah. like the weekend after the game came out. It's pretty impressive, yeah. Heard a lot uh, of good yeah. stuff about that as well. Yeah, I definitely want to play it. I'm, I'm considering playing it. I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game before. Oh, I've, I've heard that if you haven't played a Kingdom Hearts game that the story is a little bit uh, convoluted and difficult to get into, but oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't have played it I, myself. Yeah. So. I have watched um, majority uh, of the games. Like, I watched 1, 2, Chain of Memories. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I watched walkthroughs of a lot of them, and the ones that I didn't watch, I just looked up some videos to kind of give me an update on everything they're like a half an hour long videos but <laughs> <laughs> That's it's difficult. uh uh yeah but um I, I don't know i just feel like you know people have been waiting for this game for so many years it got good reviews why not jump into it you know yeah so exactly we'll see how that goes uh do we have anything else uh to talk about well, I was going to say, uh, I remember the uh, the Warframe update thing. So this is just a, just a little short bit about, because uh, not everybody is, is that interested in Warframe, but um, it's very popular. Uh, anyway, their update stream uh, at the beginning of the year, they announced a couple big couple big things. Um, they announced some, the Wolves of Saturn, which is a new like endgame uh, reward uh, type of content. Uh, which is interesting because Warframe has been um, somewhat controversial in the fact that, at least among its dedicated player base, because it doesn't really have an endgame. Um, endgame, people make the joke that endgame is fashion frame instead of Warframe because you can, you know, you can spend your uh, your endgame currency on making your your character look better, and that, that that's more interesting to players in the actual content at a certain point. But um, they they announced um, that they up, announced like an update to the. Uh, to a, like a whole, there's a new tile set. Um, there's a new, there are two new frames that they showed. Which they showed off, and they they showed some details of. Um, and they're looking forward to the future. Uh, one major update that they're working on. Not sure if it's going to get released yet. Railjack, which was announced with Fortuna, mm -hmm. the last big update that you know sent them sent them um, into popularity again. So uh, oh, yeah, looking absolutely. forward to those sorts of things. Uh, looking forward to that in the next year. Yeah, it reminds me. I get it. Got to get back into the game. I just started it a couple months ago. It's uh, 
It's one good. thing I have to say, one thing I have to say that's interesting about Warframe, and I've, I've talked to this with, with my friends as well, that when you get into Warframe, it takes like, like 50 hours to get into it because you don't actually get yeah. to the story until you're like 50 hours in, which is a, a, such a strange way to present your game. But, you know, once you get to that point, you're already like a pretty dedicated player. And then you get to the story and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is much better than I was expecting. And then yeah, you, you that's just what keep playing, and then now I'm addicted to it. But you know, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not to mention how complicated and convoluted the new player experience is as well. Oh my god, oh, yeah. it is so. They made it better over the years, players, which is such a shame. Like for instance, I wasted my platinum money to give you like fifty platinum. Oh, oh, you can't waste that. <laughs> Precisely, I wasted some of it on. Um, just getting some random stuff I found in the shop. And then I started looking things up. I'm like, oh, I got to use the remainder of my plan. I'm on getting uh, open slots. So yeah. I felt like I didn't get as many as I should. And <laughs> yeah, like, it's, that already it's a strange experience. Me. Yeah, it's a strange experience. I've, I started it three different times on, on my PS4, my Xbox, and then on my PC. And I never got into it until I was on PC. So I, ha I knew what I was doing. I knew you know what to do with, with the stuff that it gave me at the start. But they're, they've, they've worked with presenting it to new players over the years. Uh, they gave, they like re, reworked the map and reworked the, uh, the travel system so that there's like a clear path uh, with all kinds of goals and rewards for reaching those goals, which, which is never present before. And that's a, that's a great, I mean, it's a long way from where Frame was in like 2013 when it was barely, it was barely a, a succinct experience. But now it's, a, it's one of the most popular free-to-play games out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I've actually heard that they're still working on the new player experience too. I, I've heard rumors about a, a large overhaul coming to the first couple missions. Huh. Yeah. So that'll That's hopefully make it even better still. They're they've grown since and they'll keep growing. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Alright, well, I think that's just about it for today. Um I think we should end it off here. Uh, sure. With that, uh, th thank you everybody for listening. Uh, this is Gaming in a Shell, and hope you have a great week of playing video games and working hard at, on UMD Canvas. All right, see ya. See you later.